Welcome to our show and thanks for joining us. This is Grateful Heart, the motivational Arizona real estate and business show. We're here to inspire you to believe in yourself, to dare to dream about your infinite and divine possibilities, to blow open your mind to creating your most abundant reality possible as our thoughts are so powerful. I found turning my own personal grief into gratitude raised my vibration to be in tune for receiving prosperity, health, and connecting to God's source. I'm your host, Rebecca Rains of Integrity All-Stars at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and I have been selling homes here in the Valley since 1993. If you have any questions and are watching us live on our Facebook page, you can comment and we will do our best to answer while we are live on the show, so do not be shy. Today on our program, we have some great guests for you. Live from Phoenix, Arizona, it's the Grateful Heart Show with your host, Rebecca Rains. Happy Monday, October 5th morning to everybody, or as my guest would say, God morning to you. Veronica Berrigan is here this morning with Satori Wellness. Uh, you can look at me. There you are, beautiful. Welcome this morning on Monday. I have a guest who's been on the show before. Veronica and I do go way back. Uh, but you were on our show just before the end of last year, 2019, at the radio when we were still doing the show downtown Phoenix. And now we get to actually use some visuals and see you and your beautiful, are you at your, where are you right now, Veronica? This is my home studio too. Your home yeah, this studio. Is, this is where all the magic happens. <laughs> and she makes a lot of magic happen. Trust me, you. we're going to go over all of that today. Veronica and I have had the pleasure of knowing each other just for a blink of an eye. Probably what, I don't know, we met in around 2005, four, three, less. I don't know. It's been a while. I feel like 2005, I think so. Probably yeah, in that area. We both are, uh, come with a very strong real estate background, I guess is the best way to explain it. Veronica has worked at a couple of different places and we kept crossing paths. Most recently, she was one of the managers over at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. How long has it been since you retired from your real estate career, Veronica? Wow, it's been, I left in May of, of 2019. 2019, was that it? It seems longer than that. She has accomplished so much in this short window of time since she's left full time from her gig. But you were basically, you had started Satori Wellness Center before you left Berkshire Hathaway or were you, yeah. yeah. So that's that's what it was. It, it I was always so impressed with Veronica and just her energy and just her vibe. And the more I became spiritually awoken, I realized that this goddess over here has got a ton to teach and she has been such an inspiration to so many women. Right now, I would say her biggest, what, is it Sovereign Women? Is that just like a movement of yours? Or how do you explain what Sovereign Women is in a in a brief millisecond? Sure, yeah, I think you you're hit it right on, on the nail. It, it definitely, it's a movement of women taking their sovereignty back by healing, healing emotional trauma, and which then allows them to awaken spiritually to the truth of who they are. I love it, I love it. So Veronica had a huge calling, which made her, and I was I was sharing with her on the drive over this morning to record the show, I just kept hearing in my head, it's not all about the money. It absolutely is not all about the money. Personally, it's probably been about a four or five year journey for myself to have, basically awoken spiritually, I'm by no means Veronica, but 
that said, I have explored and learned and love to share about all these different healing modalities. And what I've discovered is when you stop focusing on money, but you focus on healing yourself, you just open up the floodgates to abundance in your life, whatever abundance means. And it's not always about the money. It could be an abundance of just love and good energy. And, and Veronica is going to teach us and share with us all of these things that she has done and what got her to leave her day job where she was making a lot of money to come in and live her passion. And my closing song of the show is Vacation by the Dirty Heads. And if you actually listen to the lyrics, I don't know, Veronica, if you've ever heard that song. But, you know, you live your life on vacation if you're doing what you have a passion for. And I know you absolutely have a passion for everything that you do and the pictures and the things that you post on social media. I find inspiration in you daily. So I have to just scroll over real quick. Look at that. I'm so good at this now. Veronica Berrigan. Veronica, the next line under the outline is your name, your other name. Can you explain to me what this other name means for you and where you came up with it? Sure. So, Jodira Jikwar. So, wait, wait, wait. You say that again, girlfriend, and slow it down so I can repeat it. I say it Jodira Jikwar. Jodi? Rakib? Jodi? Rakib? I totally buff. I yeah. Say it one more time for the viewers. It's Jyoti Rajib, kind of like a Jeep at the end. Yeah, Rajib. Yeah. Akur. Okay. So I won't make you say it again, but explain to me what that name means, the significance behind it, because obviously when you're doing what you do, that is actually how you're known. Yes. So very true. What you say about prosperity. You know, in order for us truly to even enjoy prosperity we have to be able to enjoy it from within because there's a lot of people that have a lot of money and and still feel very poor you know and 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 prosperity starts with an emotion and a feeling and I that really was my path that took me to healing because in essence I found this incredible technique I've been on a healing journey you know for a long time since 2008 you know very successful in the outer world but war going on within right and um, when I found the teachings of Kundalini, which is a sacred ancient practice that comes to us from the East, I was actually, I became a teacher. And the reason I became a teacher was because when I first started practicing it, the practice, I was able to heal from very serious emotional traumas. And then through my teacher training, you go through the organization known as a 3HO, which then you apply for your spiritual name. And there is uh, somebody who was trained through the great masters how to basically give you your spiritual name. And they do a certain meditation work, a specific uh, alignment to who you are, and then you're given this name. And the name means uh, light. It has light in it twice, Jyoti and Rajiv. Both have light? Yeah, both of those actually mean light. And core is all women have core at the end through the lineage and that I teach from, which is Kundalini. Okay. So, so Jyoti Rajib means light. And it really means that when I'm in my light, I'm in my truth. And one of the things that I actually struggled with the most was that I have, I was very masculine driven, very, uh, and, and it's not about male, it's about the energy of being out in the world, you know, accomplishing technology. And I had no connection with my heart. And that's why I was suffering so much. I was very out of balance. I I was creating out of the mind when, in fact, when you create from the heart is where you actually leave a legacy. 
And so Jyoti is a continued reminder to to continue to give from the light, from the truth, and not from this ego trip of who I think I am. So in essence, who you learned your technique, the Kundalini technique from, once you graduated, if you will, to the point of where you could then and teach others, they gave you your teaching name? Is that a good way to explain it? It's, it's our spiritual name because it's your a spiritual frequency. Name. Like everything is a frequency in this world. So in essence, when you say it, and the more you embody it, the more you can come into being your truth without the programming of the ego. Okay. And you don't have to, like, even if you've been practicing, you can apply for your own spiritual name. They will give you one. So you and don't necessarily have won't. to become a teacher and get to that point. You can actually earn or get a, receive that spiritual name without it? Yeah, you can apply through the organization and they'll do prayer and meditation. And a lot of people I'm finding that actually are moving into spiritual names right now. Uh-huh. Uh, but they're given to them in different ways, you know, or sometimes you hear it in meditation and you decide that that's going to be your name. But with our situation, yeah, you apply and they pray and meditate and then they give you the specific frequency. So I really relate to what you were saying about coming into the heart. I'd actually been told that several years ago myself. And I think a lot of us women who are in business have that tendency, like we almost have to be tougher than we already are uh, and maybe come from the brain or come from the mind instead of coming from the heart. And isn't the brain or the mind um, focus more a masculine type of energy versus being in the heart, which is more of the feminine. So your name in, in essence is, it ends with core, which means woman, but being in the light. Correct. Correct. Okay, very beautiful. Was, well, thank you for, I've, I've known you for a while and I knew you had your spiritual name, but I really didn't understand the whole um, meaning behind it or how you received it. So I think that's really beautiful. Thank you for sharing that with us. And uh, yeah, we've taken 10 minutes and I've gotten through two, two lines on my outline this morning. Woohoo! Where I go. Okay, so Satori Wellness, you started. Now, initially, Veronica, you started Satori Wellness in person. I remember going down to your studio maybe a year and a half ago or so. And then I saw this post that you recently did on the Sovereign Woman explaining what the Sovereign Woman is. Do you mind reading this to us? Yes. Oh, I don't know if I can see it. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. Well, then I can read it to you. It was one of your Instagram posts, and it's and you wrote on here, a woman who self-realizes, remembers who she is, owns her self-worth, speaks her truth, a woman that stays standing, grounded, rooted in the storm, a woman that is not governed by an outside person or circumstance to be happy or feel complete, a woman who heals herself, healing generations before and after, a woman that is not afraid of her emotions and knows how to alchemize them, and the woman her ancestors prayed for. Wow, that is quite a mouthful, and that is obviously what you're all about. And there is five or six different main points in there. What, what do you feel really embodies the sovereign woman best? Because obviously you have sovereign planet, you have sovereign girl, you have a lot of things behind the whole sovereign brand and for our guests to watch and understand what could they maybe receive if they were to start maybe visiting some of your social media or go to your website so at the root of a sovereign woman at the root of what we're explaining here is is a woman who is not bypassing her own healing there's a lot of there's a spiritual teacher that told me once that 
because I thought everybody wanted to heal. I thought everybody was doing karma work. And a lot of people don't realize that through behavioral epigenetics, diseases are very rarely passed down to us. Yet the way our ancestors coped with their life, their challenges, their traumas, very much often get passed down to us. And so even in, in mice and in a science lab, they've done experiments where they basically created a mouse to become scared of cherry blossoms. And then they tracked the generations down and the rest of the mice actually were afraid of, of cherry blossoms. So a lot of the times we don't realize, we may know why we have emotional traumas. Maybe you do know, maybe it was your childhood. There's deeper child, there's deeper wounds that we work through as human beings. But a lot of it does come from ancestral karma. And most, and the spiritual teacher told me, you know, because I was, once I heard the quote that I heard from Clarissa Pincola Estes back in 2015, when my true awakening happened and my healing, that when a woman heals herself, generations before and before and after her are healed, I took that very seriously. And I stopped focusing on the people that I wanted to change in my life. And I started to focus on myself. And when I started to heal myself, I was able to withstand a lot of huge storms without falling apart. And more importantly, I learned how to process my emotions. Emotions are energy in motion. And they... Wait, wait, wait. Repeat that one more time, because that was actually very, very, very big, what you just said. Say that one more time. Do you remember? Sure, yeah. People don't realize that emotions are energy in motion. It's everything is energy. Mm -hmm. It's everything's a frequency. And so when you don't have control of your thoughts, feelings, and emotions of your mind, because you don't have inner work practice, then those emotions take over. That's what causes anxiety, depression. The other thing that people don't realize is that emotions physically deteriorate the brain. We've had doctors like Dr. Joe Dispenza, mm -hmm. who literally they've scanned the brains of 13 year olds who never had physical abuse right right but they lived under chaos they lived under emotional abuse and that brain looked like the brain of a 90 year old so as it relates to healing and a sovereign woman it, even addictions is not just telling someone stop thinking that way or stop doing the drugs or whatever there's a physical deterioration of the brain that happened. And so as a society, we're not looking at the hardware and healing the brain through neuroplasticity. That's what meditation does. It regrows the brain. And we're also not looking at the software, which is the thoughts, emotions, and feelings that we're having. We're not controlling that. So we're not getting to the root cause of what's causing all these other diseases. Right. And a sovereign woman is just not afraid to face herself and to process and learn how to process those emotions. To stand in the storm. I, I love that. So, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that, and I don't think uh, you have had an opportunity. I, I'm scrolling down through your Instagram. You have a wonderful plethora of different videos, and you have different workshops and different, your travel, you, you're a chef. You have a lot of beautiful things on here, but... We went, I actually pulled this morning for our uh, outline today, was talking about right there, Dr. Joe Dispenza, that ordinary people are doing extraordinary things every day as it relates to self-healing. And I do want you to explain what Kundalini Yoga is, but what I kept hearing while you were speaking just now, and this is a post that you just recently did on Instagram, the sovereign woman is healing is not about changing, healing is about learning to forgive, accept and changing the only thing we can change, which is our perception. 
it, you know, it, our perception is just how we view the world, right, Veronica? And obviously, if we have are carrying around a lot of trauma, we're going to view the world a little bit differently. And I think it's more about how we react to what is happening in the world. COVID, perfect example. When you were on the show last December, there wasn't even an inkling in the news. Like we had no idea what 2020 was going to bring us, right? But I guarantee there's been a lot of women that have come to you to cope with the extra stresses that have happened in their lives since COVID hit. Can you share any examples or any stories of any gals that you can think of that come to mind that perhaps the practice of self-healing that you've been able to teach has helped them not just survive this year, but perhaps even learn to thrive in this year of complete uncertainty that we've never dealt with before. Yeah, so the the biggest things, and even this morning, we have a more Monday morning, 6 a.m. sadhana, which is a 6 a.m. meditation. We start the week off that way inside of Satori, and we were, you know, this week is very heavy because uh, Pluto is a planet of destroyer. He's a dest- he destroys everything, and he finally went direct. and And we are all seeing what's happening in the world. And the things that came up in the conversation were so powerful this morning because the women and, and all of us are being faced with our deepest subconscious fears right now. Mm-hmm. That's what as we move into this new age of self awareness, self realization, you can't hide from your subconscious mind. And the way, and the thing with being a sovereign woman is that it's, and and people get this wrong all the time, like meditation, I'm just gonna live in love and light. Healing is not about love and light. Healing is about creating miracles, which are shifts in perception that can be very painful. And some of the things that the women have shared, even this morning, were so amazing. Like one, for for example, who this morning said, through my meditation this morning, I received that I need to go and visit my grandmother, even though my mom doesn't speak to her. I need to be the one that breaks the cycle. Mm-hmm. So she's able to create enough life force energy, stabilize her nervous system so that she can bring healing to that relationship and so that perhaps she can bring that healing to the rest of her family. Another one this morning also talked about how one of her biggest uh, fears is she has a, um, I don't want to call it a handicap, but it's something that happened to her, right? As a child that has always made her feel less than or not enough. Mm-hmm. And this week she was talking about how it came up again and she had to go back to the doctor and how she was able to instead see it as a gift and use it as an as a alchemical agent to elevate herself as a teacher. And now this woman is becoming a teacher. I we love have other that. women mm-hmm. healed relationships with their husbands mm-hmm. after a lot of lack of forgiveness because of the traumas that have happened and now are using their voice to empower other women. Well, and I but think really did. Well, all I was going to just add to that, because I have been a part of some of your beautiful meditations that you've done as group meditations, you were doing it in person, and then you have had to move your your school, I guess, if you will, or is that what you would refer to it as on, on an online platform just because COVID hit and you were no longer able to do things in person that you used to be able to do? Is that correct? Well, actually, there's a story behind that. I was really divinely guided by higher source with that because in October, I, I was at a crossroads at Satori. You visited. Yes. But I, I had outgrown it. There's no way for me to scale. I couldn't. There was a wall that I couldn't take down because the building is an old building. Yeah. And the whole 
the whole building would fall apart. So I was, I, that was my first center ever. And I opened it while I was still in real estate mm -hmm. and I was very attached to it emotionally and I didn't want to let go. But the more I kept receiving signs and Veronica, you're investing all this time and money into it and you're not going to be able to grow. You know, there's only a certain number of people that fit into this room for sure. the things that you're doing. So that month I made a decision to actually, this was October before right. anything happened. I started to look for other locations and I turned in my notice over there and I actually found an awesome location right here in my neighborhood. I remember it's you mentioning that last time you were on the show. I thought you were going to go do that in person. Well, and then everything was ready. Good year, right? We were mm -hmm. getting ready to open. October happened, closed down, November delay, December delay. There were construction delays three months. January comes at the end of the month. The whole pandemic thing explodes. Right. I meet with the with the my leasing manager again, mm -hmm. and I tell him, you know what? Is there any way for me to get out of this lease? Because I rather focus my intentions on bringing. And as it was virtually, I had opened up virtually yeah. anyways, and I have women in there from all over the nation. Right, there are people from California. There are people from, you know, all over the place. And so, there was just a lot through my meditation that I intuitively received this message: just, just don't do it. And I didn't. And I I was able to get out of the lease. Perfect. I was able to focus all of my efforts, money, advertising, um, everything that I'm doing all virtual. And truly when that happened, also people were seeking virtual because of everything that was happening. So I was like, everybody's right used to doing Zoom, right? right? Yeah. I really feel like somebody was looking out for me. Well, <laughs> I, we, we already know it wasn't just somebody. You've ha you have definitely a very strong connection with your guides and with Source, and you probably had a whole team of people behind the scenes or spirit behind the scenes saying, Veronica, this is not the direction you're going in. We're going to make sure to push everything back. And it, it's worked out beautiful. I mean, like I said, this morning alone, I got lost on your website because you have so many offerings and we're going to go over that after the break. But before we do, let me get back over to make sure I hit everything that I wanted to on the outline. Okay. So this was something else I love about you. And I'm not sure if you can see the picture very well. You're obviously sitting in the Creek in Sedona. I'm on your website and it talks about the burning karmic energy to activate your Dharma, through your mentorship and holistic wellness with the medicine of the sacred ancient technology of kundalini yoga women learn to become masters of their energy in their life and um i love the picture of you in sedona i know we're going to be talking about sedona towards the end of the show but when you go to your website and there's so many things to get lost in what are a couple of things you want to make sure people find first or that maybe they can learn to encompass and, and incorporate kundalini what is kundalini by the way because i know i've heard it before i've experienced it myself but for somebody who's tuning in for the first time never met you before obviously kundalini changed your life forever and the lives of those women that you've touched what is it good question because there's a lot of misconceptions around it in essence kundalini means energy that's really what it means and it's an ancient practice 5,000 years old that not only was practiced in the east but now i have a very deep connection with my ancestral roots with my first nation indigenous uh, i actually am mostly um indigenous i was born in mexico but there's still some spaniard blood in me a little bit of it and so I found out that Kundalini was actually practiced in with Mayans, with Aztecs. It was also practiced very early Christians in caves. But in essence, it, it is the science of energy. That's really what it is. And it uh, it is prescriptive, meaning if you have an ailment like depression, anxiety, or you have a physical instability or anything, at the root of that instability is an, um, an energy problem. You have an emotion, you, your energy is not 
balanced out and it's not flowing through your body because we know that trauma is energy that gets stuck in the body. And so that's really what Kundalini is. It's an ancient practice of learning how to process your energy and balance it out. Now you, you do use it for healing, but I mean, I'm at a point in my life where I use it for the evol evolution of my consciousness. Right. You know, I, I really connect to my Egyptian ancestors who were here not to just build a business, but to in essence evolve and learn how to even travel interdimensionally and understand the afterlife and things of that nature. When, so that is our biggest. And, and when you do that, I, I personally believe, because I have had this experience myself, that it doesn't seem so scary to lose somebody that you love when you understand that you're really not losing them, right? Uh, and I, October's a big month for me. My, I was just born. Uh, October 2nd was my birthday. At the end of October is my father's, uh, I call it his death date on Halloween. October is a really big month, and it always gets me thinking about like the big why. Like, why are we here? Where did we come from? Where do we go? And I know that Kundalini, because of the energy, when you're talking energy, I know a little bit enough to be dangerous about chakras, but I know you speak quite a lot about chakras. And I know that it's, it is something that you reference a lot when you're practicing Kundalini. Can you share with somebody who's maybe not familiar with chakras, but they know that there's a lot of colors involved and there's like a lot of things out there that they've heard the word, but what does that really mean? Uh, that's a really good question, too. Um, and we can, again, go to science if you want to explain it. Dr. Joe Dispenza calls them energy zones. They're yes. Just, he doesn't use chakras because people get so caught up with the new age stuff. You right. Know what I mean? Exactly. Well, and, and I love Dr. Joe. I'm a huge fan. Actually, I was in Sedona last February, right before COVID got crazy with Dr. Joe and got to do a, an all day seminar with him, which he, was amazing. So he puts all the science behind it. And I know you're very much into the science behind everything that you do as well, because it does kind of take off that, oh, this is weird to, oh, this is what a doctor talks about. Like we can actually heal ourselves. But you do have to have a basic understanding of whether it's the energy centers, if you want to go with the terminology he uses, or the ancient practices referred to as chakras. Yeah, I call them chakras. I honor the lineage. I honor every the way I've been to taught. That's exactly how I teach it. I only teach things that I experience myself. Right. But the chakras, in essence, all of your traumas lie at the lower chakra. Most human beings especially right now, mm -hmm. don't even breathe above the heart chakra. The heart is the balance. Mm -hmm. And there's three lower triangles and then there are three upper triangles, right? As you do the Kundalini work, you start to allow, you work through your emotional traumas, you rewire the brain, you rewire the, your consciousness, your, your energy starts to flow and then you're able to live in both. You want to live in both. You don't want to sure. just live up in the upper triangle because the upper triangle is the connection to God and enlightenment, being able to travel interdimensionally. I have a deep connection with my ancestors, being able to communicate with them and things of that nature. But people don't work through their lower chakra and their lower chakras, and especially for women, what's really, really damaged is the womb. Right. And the womb is connected to the root chakra. And that's where we store all of our emotional traumas. And through Kundalini, Kundalini lies dormant. It's a, it's a life force energy that lies dormant at the bottom of your spine. And when we don't process emotions, when we don't do the energy work, it basically our traumas stay there. And we that's why we experience such high levels of anxiety because our energy is basically stuck. And when we ignore those high level of high levels of anxiety, a lot of times it turns into other manifest into other illnesses because our bodies are trying to tell us something. And if we continue to ignore those inside voices, those feelings that we should be dealing with on a daily basis, 
that is a lot of times when we manifest with some serious illnesses. And of course, I'm not a doctor, but that is my own true belief of why so many people feel so bad so much of the time. And it seems like so much time is wasted in the school of life that we're in experiencing the negative where if we can release and learn to let go, not be so judgmental and, and just learn to be uh, our lives, again, it's not all about the money. Our lives can be so much better and just the faucet of abundance does open up to us when we learn to let go a lot of those traumas. Um, let me skip right back. I just want to make sure, okay, so we're on your website. We talked about Kundalini. Oh, Farai, I just messed something up. Um, <laughs> let's see. Oh, there I go. Okay, he's going to be proud of me. I'm, I didn't completely mess it up, but I'm sure on break he's going to have to come in here and fix this for me. Um, so bear with me, Veronica. Let's see. Compatibility. Okay, I'm just going to forget that and go right back to you. And then we'll just take a break, and I'm going to make him come and fix the screen for me since I'm still on my training wheels here. Let me see. There we go. Okay. Yeah, so we'll come back to the outline after the break that we're going to take here momentarily. But before we do that, we hit Kundalini. We talked about chakras. Um, I, I noticed on your on your sheet that you provided us, I haven't heard this yet, Sovereign Planet. Can you talk to me about Sovereign Planet? Because I think that's pretty amazing. Yeah. So I went and did a lot of healing energy work in in Peru for Mm -hmm. uh, 17 days with shamans and did a lot of plant medicine work back in 2015. And I was grateful or blessed enough to actually do this with my whole family. My whole family went with me. And my son at that point, he was young. He was only like 16 at that point. But... We, we what we did during our trip was also visit some of the villages that were very uh, underserved like mm-hmm. every year they're flooded with water they don't have food there's no electricity there it's a, a very horrible conditions to live in and right now with the pandemic it's even worse oh, I can't even so, imagine so we actually made a commitment uh, uh, my son at that age made a commitment to basically come back and bring water solutions to that to that specific uh, uh, first people nation. And now he's older and he actually is spearheading this. He actually has founded Sovereign Planet, which is a nonprofit foundation. We are, we've done everything. We're just waiting maybe a few more days for our actual nonprofit status to come back from the IRS. But what happens is that through Satori and through all of my programs, 11% goes directly to Sovereign Planet of any of the income that's coming in. And I know you keep saying it's not about money, but also at the same time, it is very much important for us to create an economic revolution and spiritual people need to absolutely be prosperous. Oh, so, no, I I believe in that. Trust me. But I, I just feel like if, if you don't focus on yourself first, then how do you get there the right way, I guess, is right. is more my is more yeah. my thing. Well, yeah, and that was the whole thing that my son and I like, or my, my husband, we always talked about that. We need to create an economic revolution where, and that's why when even I left real estate, you know, I was very much, I have, I'm a systems person as well. Sure. I'm very analytical. I'm very technology driven. So the whole last year I spent creating systems for Satori so that it could be streamlined and so that I could focus on the philanthropic work that we really want to focus, which is Sovereign Planet. Right now, our first mission is to bring this uh, specific water solution to Peru, to the tribe that we spoke about, but also here in the United States, the Navajo people, the nation, they, they, they live like they're in a third world country. Right. And so our, our organization, our nonprofit is basically serving the First Nation indigenous people of the world by bringing them uh, water solutions, uh, holistic health 
uh, solutions and education. And my son, again, is the founder and he's the one that's actually spearheading everything. And so I'm really, really excited and proud of him. Well, I think that's amazing. I have had the opportunity to meet your son. It's been a while, but we got to sit together at dinner a few years back when you were still working at Berkshire Hathaway. And wow, what a what an old young soul that boy is. My goodness, right? Um, and out of curiosity, because of your indigenous roots and and uh, wanting to help them. Have you guys spent very much time with them during the COVID time period? But it seems, and this is me speaking with very little knowledge, but it seemed like they were hit very hard by COVID in general because of their health um, things that run in their family that's ancestral probably with the diabetes and, and things of that nature. So I'm just curious what you can educate us with about that. Yeah, that was that's the whole thing. It's, it's basically a, a problem that it, it's, it's a big problem with everything the food they eat you know the education everything we have not we're not even allowed to come into the nations right now because it's that bad it closed down so what we've been working through is through other organizations there's a great organization in colorado that brings them a lot of the food and necessities and things of that nature um, in peru it got even worse they completely went on worse shutdown than us they're suffering even more than us right now are they so, really Oh yeah, it's become it's 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 a dictatorship over there. So people are not they're not selling anything on the streets. They're literally like they're locked dying. up. That's horrible. So when you're talking um, ancestral karma work, which is on on your list of things, when I asked uh, what were some of your things that you're the most into, would would it be a fair statement to say that perhaps some of these folks have maybe strayed away from their ancestral? beginnings or teachings or what have you to find themselves in a place where maybe their health isn't where it could be yeah but i really believe that they were almost forced out of that out of their ways okay. you know it, it wasn't really by choice and and they're put in those i mean even in the navajo nation and the places like that you know they're how do they have they don't have access to clean food and water yeah. but yet they have access to alcohol and drugs that yeah. doesn't that's it's it's a travesty and i and i i really um my heart is very full hearing about the wonderful things that you and your family are doing with sovereign planet and and helping this the nations uh you also have a beautiful thing which i think is i saw a meme years ago and i i truly believe it and i wanted to find it for the show this morning but i can't even get it back over to my outline so we'll on break figure out how to get me back on my outline but the meme was about uh the children if we actually taught our children to meditate how in one generation, just like that, we would solve so much of the issues that happen in this world because when we look within and we teach our children how to deal with their own anxieties and a lot of their own issues from being little and maybe even teaching their own children, it just, you explain it better than I do because that's what it Sovereign, Ch or Sovereign Girls is about. What Can you please, because I could think of a couple of young girls I would love to see get into doing meditation with you. Thank you. Yeah, and this is actually a complimentary program. So it's it's called Sovereign Girl. And it actually, I always had an inkling to work with children, but I never knew when it was going to happen. And the reason was because of all the abuse that you're seeing right now. I thought it was very important for us to, to empower them, you know. And then the women that graduated from my Sovereign Women Academy and that are part of Satori started, more than one started asking me, have you ever considered doing something for young girls? And I thought, wow, you know, I have, but I just never started it so right. that's where it all began and sovereign girl we've been doing it for a year now 
It's every Monday at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. And we actually rotate now because the group grew. At the beginning, I only had um, young girls that were joining me, like between the ages of 6 to 12. Uh-huh. And every Monday, we actually practice Kundalini technology. And you're quoting actually the Dalai Lama. The Dalai Lama said that if we teach every eight-year-old to meditate, we can eliminate violence in one generation. That is so beautiful. Yeah, I had no idea it was the Dalai Lama. I, I just remember seeing it, and, and it just really yeah. spoke to me. Yeah, so now we're doing, um, what we do is we rotate every other week, uh, and, and I'll give you the links so you can sure. share with your community. But tonight is actually our high school teen girls. So okay. tonight it's 13 and 17. Uh-huh. And then next Monday we go to 6 to 12. And the reason is because it's two completely different classes. Sure. Like the 6 to 12-year-olds, like... There's no structure. We're having a good time. <laughs> you know, we're talking about meditation. How was your day? And then I, I get them through maybe a, a short meditation and they enjoy it, right? Right. Where I, the 13 to 17 year old, it's, there's more structure. And we actually talk about important things like that are geared toward young women. Like right. this month we're talking about friendships. And then we do a class that's specific to, to friendships and stuff like that. So yeah, that's my Monday night program. And as a member of Satori, all, anybody can come in, but also it's open to the public, to, but young girls. I, I wanted to focus on women just mm-hmm. because uh, I, I believe that, of course, they're the future for this world. And ah, I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, all of that said, I'd like to take a quick break from our sponsors uh, and we'll be right back. You guys hold tight for two minutes and uh, Veronica will be right back with you too, my darling for a mortgage, you need a personalized plan, not a click button, get mortgage option. Tara Creek and the TK team have saved families thousands by proactively planning their home purchase or refinance. Buying a home is a huge decision. It deserves a strategic approach. The TK team provides you with a comprehensive mortgage plan, including a complete credit analysis outlining the steps needed to improve your credit score, helping you qualify for better rates and terms. Visit the TKteam.us today. We'll ensure you get the best guidance so you make the best decisions. The TK team, moving you forward. Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Rains with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. I've been selling homes here in the Valley for over a quarter of a century already. I want to say that experience truly matters. So when you're looking for your realtor to help you either buy or sell your biggest purchase of your life, I hope you'll consider using me. However, my experience doesn't matter nearly as much as my clients' experience. I dare you to Google me. You'll see nothing but fantastic reviews because I truly care to help navigate you and your family to the very best experience you'll ever have with buying a home. Hi, my name is Rob Sell. I'm with Sell Home Inspections. Been doing home inspections in the Valley for about 20 years. I do a variety of home inspections from new builds, resale, commercial, multifamily units, fourplexes, duplexes, and even on up from there. I can be reached at 602-908-7355. Again, 602-908-7355. Thank you and I appreciate it. I look forward to hearing from you. Have you been thinking about buying a new house or refinancing your existing mortgage? Interest rates are still around historically low levels. Why pay a higher rate when you don't have to? Call Joe Smith, me, at Epic Mortgage LLC, 602-741-4121 for a free mortgage quote or pre-qualification. Epic Mortgage LLC is a locally owned, independent mortgage brokerage that provides low-cost options for its customers. Independently owned means low overhead, so you get the best rates, fees, and service. Keep more of your money. Brokers are better. Realtor recommended for over 20 years? Contact me, Joe Smith, at Epic Mortgage today, 602-741-4121. 
Whether purchasing a home or refinancing, we know you have choices when it comes to choosing a title company. Lawyer's Title is the leading source for all title, escrow, and marketing needs. With access to the largest group of title insurance underwriters, Lawyer's Title facilitates successful closings and protects clients from fraud. Creating solutions that save time and money for everyone, ask a realtor or loan officer today about using Lawyer's Title on your next real estate transaction. Lawyer's Title is a member of the Fidelity National Financial Family. Welcome back, everybody, and technical difficulties solved. Thanks to Fry, our producer came in here on break to help me out. Now, I do want to remind you guys, if you're listening to the show live, we are every Monday at 11 a.m. on Facebook, but we are on YouTube. You can subscribe there. And we have a whole plethora of podcast channels from iHeartRadio to SoundCloud to Spotify or even just Apple Podcast if you have an iPhone. So there's many ways to watch, many ways to listen, many ways to be educated on Grateful Heart. And I appreciate everybody who joins us on a regular basis. It is so fun for me to do this show. Um, let's get the screen slid over. There's Veronica. I see her. Okay, so Veronica, we got... This is where we left off on the outline, and I believe we covered a couple of these things here. Okay, so I'm a huge fan of Veronica. I love to follow her socially just because her stories pop up on my feed and things that just feed my brain, and I love to feed my brain with some fun stuff. Now, Veronica, I don't know if you can see the screen very well from where you're sitting, but last night you posted on your story about colors, about frequency, about herbs. Um, can you see what I'm talking about? You wrote at Secret Energy, it looks like, on here. Yes. And so, so can go ahead. So that's actually, uh, I didn't even create that. I, I wish I could take the credit, but I didn't. I actually follow, this is an incredible account. Um, Secret Energy is the account. Okay. And it actually speaks about energy. So each each day actually is, is, uh, is energy infused by a specific color and also by a specific planet. Like Sunday, what you're seeing right there, mm -hmm. is infused by sun, sun, the sun, the planet, or we call it the planet too. Sure. And then there's, there's specific colors and numbers and, and herbs, as you're seeing there, that you can integrate to make that day even more powerful for, for you. Wow, that's so, awesome. See, I yeah, had no idea. I just, it, it caught my eye when I was flipping through last night. And then I caught your Monday morning. And I love this image of you. If you can see it, you just posted it this morning. And I believe this is when you were doing your meditation this morning at six, was it not? Yes. So every Monday we have a 6 a.m. We call it sadhana. It's meditation. It's a daily practice. That's what that means. But we sadhana? 6 a.m. Yeah, sadhana. 6 a.m. on one Monday. And the next Monday we start at 4.30 in the morning. Uh, your glandular system is much more powerful before in the ambrosial hours. That's when the great sages and the masters woke up to meditate. 4.30 in the morning, huh? I, I, I do that often, actually. That's very, very amazing. Often. Okay. Well, my, I, just, my, I just love the, the image with you with uh, the, hair, the headdress on. Can you explain why you have the white wrap on your head? Yeah, that's such a great question. A lot of people get confused and they're like, are you part of a cult? Or <laughs> well, I mean, I just want to take away the mysticism from it and just totally. so that people understand that why you do that. Sure. So um, the way the reason we cover our head is because we were working with energy. So right. As you're doing the practice, your, your energy is moving up and down the chakra system. It's cleansing, self-regulating. A lot of the times it goes all the way up to the crown, right, to your head. Well, we, we cover our head so it can flow right back down. 
We don't want it to go up. We want it to come back down so it can help us self-regulate. And I've actually experienced where I've, I have not had a head wrap and I have, and the practice in itself is just much more stronger and deeper when you're actually covering your head because you're working with the energy. That is very interesting. And then the next um, screen was also from a story that you posted, and it was Sunday, October 4th. You began the show talking about this, and for somebody who doesn't follow astrology, they may get lost. And I'm wondering if you could explain this post. On Sunday, October 4th, Pluto moves direct in the powerful Earth sign of Capricorn, responsible for transformation, change, and rebirth. Pluto seeks to completely transform the energy of the sign it's in. Capricorn represents old structures, authority, and stability. And then you wrote down at the bottom, finally, all three planets, planet Jupiter and Saturn, were retrograde is in my sign Capricorn. What does all that mean, woman? So I have been a I've, I've I've always been into astrology, but a true student probably for the last maybe three years. Mm-hmm. Where I literally have studied, I've taken classes. Like one of the one of my teachers is uh, Ronald Reagan's wife, astrologist. And truly, I mean, I'll I'll tell you a quote from uh, Chase, mm-hmm. the founder of Chase. He said, uh, "Millionaires don't know about astrology; only billionaires do." Hmm. And the reason more JP Morgan Chase was quoted as saying this. And the reason is, is because astrology is the oldest science ever, period. And so what happened is that the there's specific people that really dumbed it down. Right. So that we wouldn't incorporate it and learn about it. Because it's deeper than just reading your horoscope. It's it's under I it's understanding what the You mean it's are. deeper than hey baby, what's your sign? Yeah, exactly. And even for myself, you know, when I finally left, because I knew Satori was open for two years while I was at Berkshire. Right. And and I basically followed my intuition and the cosmos. And I quit the day that I put in my notice that I'm, I'm leaving mm-hmm. was a, a, a energetically charged day for me. And those three signs, Saturn, Pluto and uh, Jupiter, that that retrograde that 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 position against capricorn hasn't happened for 500 years wow time that that happened we had a huge revolution in consciousness Uh uh-huh and that when we started to basically that's when martin luther was quoted as saying that god is not in a church that god is in me so Mm -hmm. people started to question that right and now we are 500 years later and i knew that was coming and i knew through my own intuition that by the end of 2020 and through my spiritual teachers through the last 2015 by the end of this year this world will be completely unrecognizable and so that is why i left when i left because i knew that the time was here exactly and and then since then i I study the planets all the time you know this is a big week for us last week finally saturn went direct pluto is the planet of the underworld Mm -hmm. and and karma Mm -hmm. and destroys and he has been under, uh, retrograde, destroying Capricorn, which is what? Structures, government, leadership. We've seen a lot so of change way- this year, that's for sure. A lot and lot, that's a lot a of lot. change. Uh, which is fascinating to me because you mentioned to me, and I don't remember if it was just on a message between the two of us, but I had found um, a really interesting quote this morning, and we'll have to see if I can help me get my, my screen back on because I messed it up again. But uh, full moon, we just had one on October 1st, and because 
there's two full moons, correct me if I'm saying this wrong, in one month that makes it the blue moon, right? The one, the second one that's coming, and it happens to be on October 31st, Halloween of this year. We're having a full moon, so the second one for the month of October. And the last time this happened, people, was World War II. And when I saw that this morning, I'm like, whoa, yeah, I knew this was a deep year. I've heard about all the planetary alignments, like a lot of things have not happened in a very long time. But World War II, I can only imagine what it must have been like for my grandparents growing up in that era. I'm sure most of us, you know, our grandparents are alive during World War II. And it seems like we're kind of going through our own war right now, even though we're not necessarily at war with another country. But everything's up and uh, everything's been changing. Everything, like our whole world is different than it was this time last year. I'm who would have thought we'd been walking around the stores with masks and it was going to be the norm, you know? And even when it very first hit and uh, everybody took their masks off and then we had a big spike, now we have a president that has COVID. And, you know, it just seems, I, I know there's an astrologer that I follow and it appears, you know, per her that uh, some of that was planetary. Per, yeah, I, how do I even say it? You're shaking your head. You know what I'm, where I'm trying to spit out right now, Veronica, that it was in the stars. It was planned in the stars. Some of the things that we've experienced this year. Um, and so how does Kundalini tie into the modality of astrology or does it, or is it just that you have experience in both? No, that's actually a great question. It, it ties in very deeply because we work with the moon cycles because we are we are made of star seeds. The mm-hmm. moon cycles, the equinoxes, the uh, solstices, all these cosmically aligned charged days. It's energy. Right. Everything. So in Kundalini, because it's so prescriptive, you can use specific meditations to actually work with the energy of what's happening that day. Because astrology is not just like set in stone, here's the future. You basically are aware of what the psychological effect is on you, but you you're still the you you still have free will. You control that direction of the energy. So even if your chart says that there's gonna be all this destruction and turmoil, that doesn't mean that that you're going to go through these deep pain. That means that you're going to be prepared. Right. And you're going to be doing the inner work because a lot of people don't realize that we go through a lot of struggles because we don't have enough life force energy. And the only way to get natural life force energy is through meditation. I absolutely believe that. I absolutely well, yeah, it's believe writing that. Writing yourself a check. I, I tell the, the women all the time, you know, what happens is we go out into the life. The world demands a lot of us. Just just because I'm in this world, mm-hmm. I'm even more busier now because I literally had to put all the systems in place, plus the coaching academy, plus the classes I do. And then I teach other places virtually. I have three workshops coming up this month. If I don't have my stress level where I can process that and increase my life force energy naturally, then I'm going to go resort to my old ways. Of right. what? Addictions, negative oh. attitudes, I'll all tell, these things. That- I'll tell you what, woman, I'm the first one to admit, I, uh, during COVID, drank way too much wine, and I got off my my uh, kick of practicing meditation that I was getting so good at doing in the mornings because I was feeling so stressed out, and I immediately went back to some bad behaviors, and I'm not happy about it. I'm, you know, human. We all make mistakes. We're all learning and we're all growing, right? And so we can't beat ourselves up too badly when we get off track. We just got to get back on track again. And um, I, I definitely believe in what you're talking about because I feel so much better when I get to get up in the morning and I start my day off with a little meditation and just connecting. And when I can do that, then when the little things happen throughout my day or sometimes big things, I handle them so much better. 
Right. And that's what it's all about. I mean, it's not all light and love. It's how are you going to respond to life? Because we're going to go through different phases as we get right. older. We lose our parents. We lose people that we love, you know, right. those things are inevitable. But how are you going to respond to them? You know, well, and this and year the- with COVID, there's been a lot that we've needed to respond to. And I'm sure you've helped a ton of women. You know, before, uh, I feel like we're starting to run out of time for the show. Let me go over, hopefully I don't get this too messed up. I'm going to go over to a couple of your websites because I want people to see where they can find more um, and get in, basically get dialed in with Veronica. So let me just scroll down here. Um, Here's the websites, and I'm going to click on those next. Uh, We're talking about here a free master class. I found this on your website, a three-step framework to healing emotional trauma, holistic body, mind, and spirit, and awaken spiritually. And it talks about three mistakes that every woman makes when it comes to healing and transformation, why these mistakes are costing you mental, physical, and spiritual help, and your three-step framework to healing emotional trauma naturally and permanently and awaken spiritually. Um, So let me get over here to your website and I was actually, I started this morning on your Facebook page. For anybody who is on Facebook, you got to hop on and follow Veronica Berrigan. She, you have so many, just your very first thing on here is talking about a meditation challenge, a 40-day one, which I personally have experienced, was which is amazing. And then you come over here to your website, which is veronicaberrigan.com. And the Holistic intuitive healer uh, let me make sure i'm clicking on here right um sovereign woman academy and satori wellness there's all kinds of things that you can get on here book a virtual holistic healing session one-on-one consults um under satori wellness you have corporate wellness the woman academy um personalized healing and business programs and this is really i thought was really interesting because you even brought it up just now while we were speaking veronica about the business aspect of what you offer the first one here is trauma and addiction program and i know you have your own experience with that the 40-day business setup and launch program and plant medicine and psychedelic assisted psychotherapy integration programs let me scroll back over what can you tell us about those three different programs you offer on your website anybody watching the show can just click on any one of those i'm sure to get started is there a favorite or uh, something that you want to uh, share with each with us on each of those programs that you offer so the two main product or programs that i that i uh, work with are this it's satori wellness and spirituality which is the virtual community there i, I host about three three classes a week it's mentorship it's coaching it's done live you get your own portal where you access the replays and we have amazing guest speakers uh like last month or yeah september we had a holistic family physician from beverly hills mm-hmm. uh, dr Shakti, and she's also a kundalini yoga teacher so i bring in a lot of doctors and real doctors that sure. also are kundalini yoga teachers mm-hmm. the reason i do that is because when i was in kundalini yoga teacher training there were a lot of doctors in there with me and the reason is is because they use this practice in their practice to heal others yes it makes it makes sense it's a, it's a science that you have had what for thousands of years so why not yeah. tap into that and incorporate it in your today practice yeah, and we have big universities who study it, like UCSD, we have Harvard, we have UCLA. The book, the, the training that I received from, I actually work with sacred therapies. Uh-huh. And the, the, the physician who actually wrote that, he's, he uh, actually teaches this in the American Psychiatry um, 
division of the US, like it's a big deal. Like they're really moving into studying this. So Satori Wellness is my virtual community where you get to really tap into these teachings. And, and that's where I created the SWC method. It's my own unique method of how I healed emotional trauma and, and was able to awaken spiritually and move into my dharmic purpose. Then we have um, the Sovereign Woman Academy. Now that's a 12 week program. Right now it's closed for enrollment. I have women already in it. I run that twice a year. It's a 12 week program. It's very intense. It's one week uh, mentoring with me and, and it's in a group setting of about 11 women. Uh, that one, it gets deep into the emotional traumas and, and, and rewiring you completely. The other ones that you mentioned, uh, all of them are more individual. Okay. So like I do a consult and then depending on how that person, uh, I give them first a 40 day practice and then based off of that, then we work with them. The business one is very interesting because I actually, you know, when I came into this world, I didn't, I knew I was still going to apply my business um, acumen and be very systematic and professional in my marketing efforts and everything that I was doing because I wanted to focus on teaching, right? Right. However, as I started to do that, a lot of people would come to me and say, how did you build Satori? How did you build the business? And I was, all these opportunities came out like tomorrow. I have a master class that I'm doing for a large group of a business school on actually how to set up their systems through a specific technology. And I, I actually work, you know, just because I'm spiritual doesn't mean that I also, I'm not a business person. I, my systems are like so set up that I, I created my own sales funnel, not, and I learned through coaching, not myself, right? right? I, have, I have a very high-end coach who built a $1 million funnel and, and basically taught me how to do that. And I work off of like four different systems. I have two, CRMs, you know, I have, sure. I am very well versed in Facebook ads and all of that. So I didn't want to, and it's actually something I enjoy. So it's kind of weird, you know, and, and so I didn't want to leave that out and, and people started to come to me. So I've started this business setup. Okay. Where, that's, I think that's really exciting because it is going to teach people how to incorporate both spirituality with growing a business. Well, I think a lot of people, even I've had clinical psychotherapists contact me. I've had doctors that have said, you could have a degree, you could have all these different things. First of all, the first, the best experience is life experience. But if you don't have a business acumen in today's day and age right. of knowing how to market yourself, you could be amazing. But if you're not in front of the people that are looking for your service in today's day and age, it's right. going to be really, really hard. I, I absolutely agree with that. And I know just a little bit enough to be dangerous when it comes to business myself. So uh, I completely relate to you when you're talking about that. Obviously, my personal passion, real estate selling homes, but I love to give back in more ways than one. And this is why I have guests like you on my show to help maybe blow open the minds of some of my guests or some of my uh, folks that listen and follow me that life is not just about making money. It's about all of it, the big picture and incorporating everything into what you do. And, you know, those of us like myself that are in a service industry and work with clientele all the time, you know, we deal with a lot of energy and a lot of times people put their energy on us and it's not always positive. So we need to learn how to clear that so that we can go on about our day and have the most successful day possible. So that said, we just have a couple minutes left, Veronica. I'm gonna swipe over to the Sedona page on your website. You've got something really exciting that I actually am interested in doing myself. Sedona 2020, because last time I went to Sedona was pretty amazing. And look at you there sitting up in the vortexes of the Red Rocks. Um, it looks like on October 24th at 9 a.m. in 18 days, 20 hours, 59 minutes, and 46 seconds, you are going to have an epic, epic one-day healing to 
Heal Your Deepest Wounds, Awakening Spiritually, Pilgrimage, and Sacred Sedona. Now, who would you say that this is for? I would say this is for a woman who is in a crossroads in their life. Perhaps they're going through a big, big change and they need clarity. A woman who is ready to truly get to the root cause of what is holding her back from living in her epic, the epic life she's here to do. And the key about Sedona is that I've been going there for 15 years and I use, basically I follow my intuition and I've been taken to specific areas of high energy vortex energy. Mm-hmm. And I practice my own Kundalini practice technologies there and I've received some very huge miracles, healing, just things beyond what I could describe to you. And I, for a long time, I've just been called through my dreams and my meditations to take women there and to focus on the five deepest wounds and now it's finally happening on the 24th i i put it off because of everything that was happening sure year, but it, i mean the minute i made it live just i made it i barely made it live on my stories on mm-hmm. sunday and the demand is incredible there are so many women that need this right now and being in person and community we're gonna have a luncheon together homemade i love to cook as you know so it's yes be a gourmet organic lunch and it's just going to be a day where we're going to really address these deep wounds so is it nine to five or what is your plan for that day nine we're looking to finish about 2 30 but give or take around 3 p.m okay it's not an it's not an overnight so you can travel right back and mm-hmm. we are going to be visiting two specific vortexes and we're going to be practicing kundalini technologies um working through healing the inner child the mother wound the father wound Perinatal. A lot of us have trauma birth from from the birth mm-hmm. uh, canal, and then also ancestral karma. Well, the ancestral one is one I might want to talk to you about once we get off the camera uh, because we're running out of time. So if you guys out there watching want to go to Sedona with the beautiful Veronica Berrigan, I encourage you to check out her website at veronicaberrigan.com. It's as simple as that. You're all over social media, both Facebook and Instagram. I love following her on both because I get lots of words of wisdom and inspiration on my day-to-day journeys. Veronica, thank you so much for joining us. Is there any last minute parting words you would like to say with our guests that could be watching that might help them have a little bit better day or week with that said? Sure, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. You know that I respect you and I honor you as a beautiful, radiant woman that you are. Thank and you. I, and I love the work that you're doing for the community and that, that's bringing you coming alive, right? The biggest thing that I would say is that I have been through very serious dark nights of the soul where I didn't think that I was gonna survive or see the end of the light and right now we're going through a collective dark night of the soul where we're all feeling this heaviness this energy that just we don't know what to really put it put towards it and, and clarify it i will tell you that there is always a light at the end of the tunnel and that the minute that you surrender and decide to do the inner journey and to not bypass your own healing that that's when your entire life will completely change Amen. I absolutely believe that. Thank you so much, Veronica, for joining us. You're beautiful. And uh, I wish you the best as always. I'm a huge fan of what you do. And I hope to see you in Sedona in less than three weeks. Yay. Thank you. And thank you for everything you do. I highly appreciate it. Thank you so much. Satnam. Did I say that right? (laughs) You did it right. I did. Okay. Have a grateful week this week, everybody. And uh, we'll see you next week. What a great show, and thank you for joining us on our mutual journey to becoming unharmable and successful in all of our experiences while we're here in this school of life. We hope you enjoyed it. 
If you watched us on YouTube, please like and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Likewise, if you're catching us on one of our podcast platforms, be sure to follow us so you never miss out on another one of our shows again. Remember that if you ever have a question about real estate or any of the other topics we cover, check us out on the web, www.gratefulheart.tv, for all of our links to connect with us. Otherwise, we'll have another show for you again right here next Monday at 11 a.m. Arizona time. I'm on vacation every single day Cause I love my occupation Hey, hey, hey I'm on vacation every single day Every, every single day